Welcome to our Monday podcast on the Psalms. Some simple devotional thoughts. Today we consider Psalm 99. This psalm is an invitation to worship. The command comes twice. Firstly in verse 5. Exalt the Lord our God. Worship at his footstool. Holy is he. Secondly in verse 9. Exalt the Lord our God and worship at his holy mountain, for the Lord our God is holy. Notice the worship of God in this psalm is grounded in the character of God and his actions. Firstly, God is the universal king, verses 1 and 2. The Lord reigns. He sits enthroned upon the cherubim. The Lord is great in Zion. He is exalted over all the peoples. Such a universal king is awesome. And so in verse 1, might the peoples tremble. But notice he is a merciful king. For he sits enthroned upon the cherubim. This is reference to the cherubim who are on each side of the Ark of the Covenant with wings outstretched over the ark and its mercy seat. And when God revealed himself to his people in the temple, in all his majesty and glory, he revealed himself above the mercy seat. For whilst he is awesome, he is also merciful. Secondly, God is holy, verse 3. Let them praise your great and awesome name, Holy is he. God is holy speaks of him being set apart from all he has created. He is set apart by his uncreated nature, by his power and by his moral perfections. Thirdly, God is just. Verse 4. The king in his might loves justice. You have established equity. You have executed justice and righteousness in Jacob. Notice this universal king is mighty. He has unlimited power, but in no way has it corrupted him, because in verse 4, he loves justice. He has established equity. In other words, he applies the general principles of justice to everything. He executes justice. In other words, he does justice. And the only reason he's not corrupted by this unlimited power is because he is holy. He has moral perfection. Though the response in verse 5 is, Exalt the Lord our God. Worship at his footstool. Holy is he. Fourthly, God is a prayer answering God, verses 6 and 7. In these verses are mentioned Moses, Aaron and Samuel. These men had served as mediators between God and his people. And we are told, they called to the Lord and he answered them. But notice he had not only answered prayer, but he had revealed his will. For in verse 7, there is reference to his testimonies and statutes.
Fifthly, God acts in discipline, but with forgiveness. Verse 8. O Lord our God, you answered them. You were a forgiving God to them, but an avenger of their wrongdoings. This would seem to refer to Israel being spared destruction from God at different times in their history, though they have been sinful, because of the intercession, the prayers of the three men. In answer to their prayers, God forgave the sins of his people, but he expressed his abhorrence at their sin. There was a chastening of his people. The response at the end of this psalm is a solemn call to reverent worship. In verse 9, Exalt the Lord our God and worship at his holy mountain, for the Lord our God is holy. When we ponder on this psalm, we see that our worship of God is a response to all that he is and all that he does. As A.W. Pink said, where God is truly known, he is necessarily adored. Join me on Wednesday for Psalm 100.